During this shortened holiday week, we have been talking about fireworks. Yes, sort of the ones that go off in the air and they look nice and they're used to celebrate the 4th of July holiday. And it's also a metaphor for all the different things that can go on in your life or in your work or with your business. And they're amazing things. Yet, there are times when if we choose to be a little reckless, they may cause us to get burned. So we're gonna talk about fireworks, don't get burned, and more on episode 871 of today's antidote. Stay tuned for today's antidote brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Good morning, Tom. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Happy Friday. It is Friday, isn't it? You know, I love these short weeks. Not. Why don't you like the short week? I like routine. I like consistency. So it's, it's, uh, it's just, these are a challenge for me. I enjoyed Monday and Tuesday, but I, I feel like the anchor that I usually have in my life is not there because it's Friday and in my mind, it's only Wednesday. And plus a lot of people that I've been trying to reach out to have been away because it's a good travel week. We've hit summer vacation season. So maybe it's a appropriate week to be a short week. I maybe could very well be. Yeah, it is what it is, right? Can you control it? I cannot. Though I try. Why? Because that's how I'm wired. <laughs> but that's a rabbit hole we don't need to go down this morning. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Since we're not chasing down that rabbit hole, let's welcome everyone. And thank you for being with us today on our weekday episode of Today's Antidote. Each morning... Uh, Bob and I have a conversation around the topic that we have chosen for the week. We did actually take off Monday and Tuesday, which is unique for us. It's a little out of routine. Maybe that's why you're out of sorts, is you haven't had could five be. days of today's antidote. That could be the challenge. And it might be something for us to consider in future weeks when there are holidays in the week. Okay. Something to think about. Anyhow. <clears throat> This week, we've been talking about fireworks, as I mentioned in the opening, and today we're going to talk about don't get burned. Have you ever been burned by a firework? L a literal firework? Yes. Ha you have? Yes. Oh, that Many years ago, I went to a, a local uh, fireworks presentation. We were in, we were, you know, probably, I don't know, 500 yards away, but the wind was blowing and the little embers came down all around us. And you got burned from the embers? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Oh, they were landing on us. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good times. Fascinating. I never would have imagined that that would have been the case. Only to Bob Graham. 
And I was working on a newspaper then and wrote a story about it even. Did you beat up the uh, people who were? No, no. no. Talked to a fire department. They just, the wind blew the way it blew more. You know, stuff happens. Stuff happens. This was also 30 some odd years ago and they've changed their techniques. Now they have a much larger area. Fair enough. Anyway, so obviously you can get burned from fireworks. Who would have thought it? Uh, especially when you weren't the one setting them off. That's interesting. Uh, and so as we go through that conversation today, uh, please feel free to share your thoughts and ideas because we know it'll add value to the show and might be what someone else has been like, hmm, I never considered that before. So please feel free to share your value. At the conclusion of the conversation, Bob and I will each offer our one thing, our today's antidote. I think that we hope will help you figure out how to take your next step. When you might be stuck, frustrated, uncertain, lacking a little confidence, or maybe you just got burned by something and you're not sure what to do next. Hopefully this might be the thing that'll help you figure out how to take that step. And of course, if you have a one thing that you would like to share your antidote, please feel free to do that as well. Because even though people may have been told what you are about to say, they may not have heard it because they haven't heard it in the way that you shared it. And that may resonate with them. So please feel free to share your value. Before we dive into that conversation, though, each morning, Bob and I start today with our celebrations. Bob, what are you celebrating today? I'm getting really bad at this. Are you I, judging I, yourself on your celebrations? What I didn't. Heck? I usually have one like preset, and today I don't. I'm. I'm it's a short, short week. week. It's, it's, a, it's the short week. It's the short week. So you took four days off of doing your morning celebrations, and now you're out of sync. That's it. That's a, I'm out of sync. I need to be in sync or some other boy band, you know, boys to men too, or one of those, you know, um, no, no, no boy band jokes. No. Okay. Well, um, we can sell jokes. You just don't need to be in. Okay. Okay. Unless you're recreating your, unless you're bringing out your guitar and you're going to play. There you go. No, that's not going to happen today. Okay. All right. Anyhow. So, I'm going to celebrate the fact that I moved into a penthouse a couple of months ago, back in March. And Out of the uh, I, what's that? Out of the bunker. Out of the bunker into the penthouse, moving on up. And it is actually a little west, not east, not the east side, but okay. it is a deluxe condo in the sky. But, and for you older people, you get the reference, you younger people, not so much. At any rate, I've been meeting my neighbors. And yesterday afternoon, there was a gentleman getting a refrigerator delivered and I didn't, I hadn't met him. And it was funny because I introduced myself. He said, oh, I know exactly who you are. So huh? I live in a small community of a building with uh, lots of older people and my comings and goings are of great interest to this community. And so there's been... I know because every now and then I hear on the balcony discussions going on and I am, I'm younger than most of the people. I'm much more active than most of the people. And so my activities are of great interest. So he's like, Oh, I know you. I know exactly what I've, I've heard all about you. I said, Oh, what have you heard? He said, Oh, all good stuff. I said, okay, great. Glad to, now you have a name to go with the face. And 
So it's nice to live in a community where people care. I don't know what they care about <laughs> per se, but it is nice. Everyone where I live is really nice. They're re really sweet. I try to be very good to my older friends who live here and help them carry in big things of water or their groceries or their packages from Amazon. So it's nice to live in a community where you feel safe and appreciated. And are being watched. I That doesn't freak you out a little bit? No, I think you're being watched wherever you are. I think here it's just much more visible. You know, it's more overt. Because they have nothing else to do. Is that what you're saying? So they just sit around and watch everybody else. I think so. So you moved into a senior center? The the It's not a 55-plus community, but there are probably, you know, I'm over 55, so I qualify. Well, I think there might be one or two people in my building of 12 that are under 50, maybe. But if you think who, who buys condos, it would be people who are older, typically, when they're downsizing. Or younger. Or younger. Sorry. Although apparently not here. Because yeah. we're not in, you know, a really urban area. This is pretty suburban. And I think if you were looking at condos, younger people are buying condos in cities near really nice, trendy areas. But I do love it here. It's great. It's really great. People are really nice. It could be so much different. I'm on the top floor, so hopefully my cat running around at all hours doesn't drive the person below me crazy. She had, I've talked to her twice. She has said it doesn't. So, okay. so right. that's my celebration. What about you? So I'm celebrating a conversation I had with one of our Renegade Success Network members. Okay. Um, it's interesting because this person had shared some thoughts with me a few weeks ago uh, about feeling like there was a lack of business coming in. And fascinatingly enough, part of our conversation yesterday was how to deal with all the business that has started to come in and what might I do when I when he, this person know they had other things coming up that's going to keep them even more busy. And I just think that that's a fascinating uh, realization that, and I said it actually to the person, I said well, a couple of weeks ago or months ago, you put out in the universe and funny how that's happened. And one of the things was somebody reached out to this person uh, a couple of days ago, I guess, and about uh, doing a, a presentation, doing a workshop facilitation or something in like three weeks. And, you know, so I think uh, it was an enjoyable conversation to have and to see sometimes how things that we put out in the universe actually become a part of what's going on. And, you know, and I think that that's not just luck. It's that this person has done a lot of work to be out and about to be seen, not only um, in person and also on the internet. And so people are finding this person. And I think that that's, you know, part of the thing that, that I think we help our renegade success network members do is, we're there when they feel like they're struggling and they want to talk through like, hmm, I'm just not sure what's going on. And also there as they celebrate and start to figure out how with some of the things that have happened, do they figure out their next steps? Because it can be you can get stuck, right? And you can be stuck with not enough work and you can also get stuck when you have a lot of work 
that's coming in. And I think finding the balance in all of that uh, is one of the things that we help our Renegade Success Network members do. So if that's something you think you might be interested in out there, not just you, Bob, um, uh, please feel free to reach out to Bob or me. Uh, so we'd love to have a conversation about what that might look like. And a little prelude, we have a little special offer coming up in a little bit. So be on the lookout. I think it also relates to our topic, right? A, a situation where growth started to occur and the person was worried about getting burned. How am I going to deal with this, this influx of work, which I think happens all the time. I can remember when I was doing uh, some web development projects with people with my, when I was doing more marketing and they would be like, oh, well, what if my website really takes off? I mean, what if we get slammed with orders on the first day? I remember one of my clients staffed up for the first day. He had everyone in the office on the first day because we're going to launch the website. And it's going to be really big. Fortunately, I found out a couple of days in advance and was able to explain to him that it doesn't work that way. It's not like you open the door to the mall and everyone comes rushing in. But I think that we all go through that at certain levels. You know, sure. I, I've certainly sent emails out and said, boy, if everyone responds to this email, this could really be a problem. Oh, if I do this thing, this could... You know, you and I were having a discussion about something and I was in the back of my head going, boy, what would be the limit? You know, and I, I think about with my coaching business, like how many clients could I could I handle at one time if all these people I talk to all on Monday decide that now's the time? It'd be like, oh, no, I can't manage that. And I think that creates fireworks for us, right? Because we're internally, Good. it's like I'm worried about that externally it's like well i don't want to let anyone down what if i can't deliver on the promise i made just the promise being the work i do does the quality suffer and we see this again and again and i think that's part of the struggle and i think like you said it's what can make us stuck i know there are times for me where it's like should i really send this email because i i remember one time i, I sent an email out and i'm like i've got vacation in like two weeks if i get really busy I'm not going to be able to go on vacation. And it's also a mental game, right? We're in our head about it because mm. we're we're trying to presuppose the results. We're mm. also, I think, afraid of sudden and huge success. Even though we all seem to want success, I think sometimes success is a scary thought because like, well, I... I know, I know how to go through my day now. If suddenly I was really busy, what would that do to all the other things I've become used to? You know, and and I think we we play that game in our heads. I remember you were you were contemplating something that you were going to do an expansion of your business, and it was like, how do you manage the various facets of your life? And it sounds like this Renegade Success Network member. I've got these pieces of the pie working and now it's going to change and shift and whenever that comes up i think we lose our confidence i think we get very uncertain and for a minute or an hour a week a month however long it is we get very stuck and sometimes we get stuck with the anticipation that that could happen 
not even the actual it's happening. So for this person, it was sounds like it was happening. I've got the I'm getting really busy. I've got to figure out how to manage my life in new ways versus sometimes I think I know for me, it's like, well, what if? You know, what what if, what if I plan a golf trip in August and I get really busy in August? Well, OK, what's the worst case? I canceled the golf trip. And so then the world now. What if I actually plan and say to people, I'm sorry, I can't work these three days because I'm going on a golf trip. And they go, oh, OK, well, it's August. Is that your vacation? Yeah, that's my vacation. Oh, wow. But I think we tend to exaggerate the effects of these things. Well, I think we, we I think we tend to anticipate what is going to happen and try to predict, which is a, a, is all about control, right? Is we want we want to be able to control like when things happen and what they do, and so that they all fit together. And so often that's not the case because we have little control over much outside of taking the action, sending the email, doing whatever it is, opening the door to your store creating a website, we have no idea what the reaction is going to be like. And yet we try to anticipate it and figure it out. And I think that's one of the biggest challenges is that, that we don't allow things to happen because we don't want that because that's, that's being out of control if I just allow it to happen. And I think that, you know, it's one of those things that I think a little bit more and more about. I was talking with somebody yesterday, we're working on a project for an organization and you know, they, we were sharing some of the, the data that we've gathered. And it was interesting to hear the person I'm doing the work with say, wow, you know, they, they thought about all these really cool opportunities. You know, and at the same time, there's some challenges that go along with that. And I said, yeah, I mean, that's, the, that's with anything. With anything out there, there are opportunities and there are obstacles that can get in our way or that could show up that we didn't expect. And I think if we get too wrapped up in worrying about it, we should acknowledge that and try to understand it, yet we can't control it. And so if we are just aware, and then we make the decision that we can make in the moment. You know, that's the thing. I mean, with a firework, right? With every firework that anyone likes, there's a chance it could blow up in their face. Fair? Or some of the fireworks go up in the air and they never, you see them going up, and that never explodes. Yeah, like, where'd some that go? Shoot off to the side yeah. and splinter out, and some go up and look magnificent. Right. And I think sometimes, as you mentioned, we get so caught up in what could happen, we can't even light it because our mind has gone one way or the other. And and I think that it's those opportunities of getting stuck that we are worried about. Um, and I think if we could understand that there's a whole host of things that could happen, all of which we have almost no control over. And let's take the action and find out. And then learn from it. 95% of what we worry about never materializes. According to research, that's like legitimate research. They ask people what they're worried oh, about. You're bringing legitimate research to our show? I know, it's shocking. <laughs> 871 episodes to get to that. Do you have the like, don't you have to document that some way? I can. You know, when you're you writing want. a paper but and you're using somebody's information, you have to. Seriously, they, they asked people what they were thinking about, and then they followed up on what actually happened. 
and 95% what people were thinking could happen. You know, I'm going to get into traffic on my trip. The flight's going to get canceled. The, the weather's going to be horrible where we're going. The hotel's going to be lousy. The, there are going to be sharks in the water. I, you, all those things that I've heard people say that in the last two weeks about going to the beach. Like the beach is one of the nicest places you could go. And they're like, well, what about this and this and this and this and this? And they go down that 95% of it never materializes. So think about that. That means only 5% of what we worry about at any given time becomes reality. So we really spend a lot of time, and I, I'm so guilty of this, worried about eventualities that aren't going to occur at all. And that's what makes us stuck ultimately, right? If 95% of what I'm thinking about is never going to happen, you know, if, if I said to you, hey, Tom, 95% of the people that you're going to talk to in this room are never going to buy something from you. The five people over there, they're going to buy from you. Which part of the room are you walking over to? The 95 side? No one wants to buy from you? Oh, hi, who are you? I'm Tom. Not interested, not interested. You're going to go see the five. I try to keep that visual in my head more and more, but I also see myself moving to the 95 side because it's easier to worry about what will never happen than to actually contemplate what could happen. Well, because then you won't judge it at the end if it happens. Because right. it does happen at least 5% of the time it happens. And so now you can go back and ah, see, yeah, somebody can say, I told you so. You shouldn't have gone to the beach. The sharks were out or whatever. Shouldn't have lit the firework because it blew up in your face. When was the last time you heard someone say, hey, I'm going on vacation this week. It's going to be the best week of my life. It's going to be the one that like 50 years from now, I'm going to look back and this is the perfect trip. The only time I hear people say that is their honeymoon. Going really? into their honeymoon, they're like, hey, we're, this is going to be an amazing trip. Isn't that the same thing, though? Isn't sure. that part of the 95%, the things that you either worry about or you really worrying about is think they're going to happen. And if you think it's going to be the best trip ever. You're setting yourself up for a tough, yeah. It might actually rain and you might actually have a shark in the water. Or you miss a flight or a flight gets delayed or, you know, there's a million different things. Like with a firework, the fuse was too short. The fuse was too long. And all of those things that you can think about and worry, and then they just leave you stuck, right? Because if you think it's going to be the best thing ever, heaven forbid anything doesn't happen to make it the best thing ever. Right. And, and then that's when I think it's those anticipated results or expectations that are the things that get us stuck. And when the fireworks don't go off perfectly for the evening, uh, and I've been in situations where the fireworks were lousy. And it's like, oh, man, I remember the time I saw them up in Brooklyn years ago from a, from a hospital room. I'm so glad I got to see the fireworks in Brooklyn that day. You know, we, do, we don't do that. It's like sometimes things that don't work out the way we anticipate remind us that other things that did are really great. can also remind us that Maybe we should stop judging and just enjoy what it is. Maybe you're at a place, you're in a small town. The small town only had so much money and this was all they could afford. And for them, other people around you might say, oh, that was awesome. 
because I don't get to go to other places. And I was in my backyard and be like, wow, this is great. I didn't have to go anywhere. I didn't have to deal with traffic. I didn't have to lay out a blanket. I could sit on my deck in my chair with my drink and enjoy it, even though it was less than five minutes and right. other people might say it was okay or not, not as good as the ones in, in Brooklyn because it's a judgment. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do you have your one thing? I do. Okay. Can I go first? Sure. Would you like to? You're fine. Go ahead. Okay. It's I funny that you ask me that and then say. Well, I yeah. ask you that because I'm not sure if you're finished with the discussion. And to say, Tom, are you done with the discussion? Let's move on. Seems awkward and forceful. Or you could and just direct. Say, well, I have my one thing. It is this. Okay. Well, I'll work on that for next week. That's good feedback. I'll work on that next week. It's just feedback. Okay. Uh, What's so, your one thing? So my one thing when we talk about fireworks and not getting burned is I think it works both ways. We often worry about the negatives, but it can also be worrying about the positives. What if in both scenarios, in your example at the beginning about this person having this manifestation of additional work and going, oh, now I've got a new set of problems. I think we tend to, what's the word? Uh, catastrophize? Is that the word? Catastrophize? I, I, I don't, I don't we know. Turn things, we turn things into catastrophes. There you go. That's the same. I think there's a word there, but I, I can't. It's a weird word. But I think we tend to look at it as either a catastrophe. Oh, what if this bad thing happens? Catastrophe, what if this good thing happens? And I think either way, we're sort of faking our way. You know, we're, we're, we're making up a scenario that may or may not occur. And for me, I tend to do a lot of that in the day. I just, I just don't. If I could do one thing to help my days be less stressful, it would be to just go through the day. Do the process that I'm supposed to do. In fact, today I'm trying to do that very carefully and not, not worry about the results. I have things I need to execute and I'm just going to try very hard to just execute them. And at the end of the day, look back and go, okay, what did I learn? Not good, bad, or indifferent because I set a goal with my coach yesterday, a pretty aggressive goal for the month. And I realized that if I stress over it and go, I've got three and I need 15 and I've got one and I need 15 or I've got 14, where am I going to find the 15th? I'll never get it. The way to get to that goal is to just do the work. You know, you when you cut the grass, you don't sit there and count the blades that you cut. You just cut okay. the grass. Takes you about 90 minutes, boom, you're done. And if you miss a little row, you miss a little row. Happens, right? Depends. Some people would. Stress but it would take a long way. time if you go back and check to make sure that every blade of grass was cut to the same height. True. And I think often in my business, I'm checking the blades of grass. When the lawnmower does a pretty good job, if I just let the lawnmower do its thing. And if I miss a blade of grass, so what? I'll cut it next week. Says the guy who lives in the penthouse condo doesn't cut grass anymore, thankfully. Yeah. 
might want a different example for yourself. Okay. I'll work on that. Relatable at the moment. What do you got? So my one thing is similar in some regards is that with every action, potential action, there are opportunities and obstacles. And uh, we, we can identify them and we can understand them as long as, in my opinion, as long as you don't let them keep you stuck. And the key part in all of it is when you go to take that action, are you being reckless? Because I think that is the one thing that I would say we, we should caution. You know, we talk about just take the action. Yes. And understanding some of the opportunities and obstacles that could occur is helpful so that we aren't reckless. If you walk up to a firework that has a tiny fuse and you light it, to me, that's being a little bit reckless because you haven't stopped to consider, hmm, what is the obstacle? The obstacle is that's pretty short. What if I trip? What if it's even shorter than I, that the, 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 the firing time is shorter than I think it is? Might be a good thing. If you're at the fireworks and you choose to sit within, and they allow you to sit within 10 meters of the fireworks or 10 feet, I was going to say 10 meters. What have you gone Olympic on us? I have. I've gone, I've gone international. You're, you're that age group where you actually learn metric for about five minutes. Well, we do talk about meters and it's funny. We talk about meters in the cross. You have to go four meters away when you file someone. And so that's, I don't know why that's stuck in my head. Anyhow, that is potentially, you haven't stopped to really consider. Yes. Your view might be better. You get to see what they're doing. Opportunities obstacles what if one blows up probably that if there are embers that come down from they're coming near you uh and so it is something that has is something we could help avoid we're never going to completely be able to avoid the either the opportunity or the obstacle because we don't control at all yet there are some things that we can uh, consider so that we're able to move forward and not get burnt to the best of our ability we could still get burnt with the longest fuse, you could still get burnt. And I think that understanding that is like, okay, I understand that. Now I make a choice and I take an action and I move forward. I like it. I like that I got reckless in. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah. For a while, Tom was big on reckless. Still big on not being reckless. Because renegades are not reckless. They're not, never, ever. Not intentionally. Again, you can't control everything. You can use pause to consider. All right, everyone. If you have a one thing, please feel free to share it as well in the comments. We'd love to uh, have that. If you happen to be listening to the podcast where there is no place to share your comments, thoughts, or ideas, please feel free to join us in our Sculpt Your Business Facebook group. You can join. Just go to Facebook, search for Sculpt Your Business. We'll help you go from chaos and confusion to hopefully find some confidence and control to help you move along your own unique pathway to success. And um, if we don't see you inside of that Facebook group, we look forward to seeing you next Monday. This Monday. And Mike, this, it makes it sound like it's a week away. On Monday. I'm going to jump in. Michael's with us, and Michael says, never reckless, just creative thinking. I like that. 
Creative thinking is you consider it. Reckless is you never ever consider it. So yes, thank Michael's you. Michael's tracking with you this morning. Thank you, Michael. Absolutely. On the next Monday that is on the calendar, <laughs> we we uh, will see you around seven a.m. Eastern time ish. But hey, embrace the renegading you. So worth it. Can't say it enough. I say it every day. Trust me on this one. You'll thank yourself for being the renegade. You know you are deep down inside. Yes, indeed. All right, everyone, go out and enjoy the day and the weekends. We will see you soon. So here's the thing. I told Tom a couple weeks ago I was going to do these little closing things every day, and I'm getting really tired of doing them. So could you all do me a huge favor and just join the Sculpture Business Program? That way I can stop doing them and we can do something else with the end of the program. Tom and I will have the money to go out and get a really expensive announcer who can do something like, Sunday, 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 there'll be dirt track racing or something. So go to the RenegadeSuccessNetwork.com, get into our confidence and control program, ditch your chaos and confusion. You will thank yourself and you'll be in such a great place in a short time. You won't believe who you are and what you are. Do it today. Ooh, what did you do?